0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Eng. Welcome to a new interview series on my podcast where I sit down with the students, designers, entrepreneurs, innovators, and thought leaders who are making a big impact in the fashion industry right now. Today on the pod, I'm sitting down with Phaedra Sadakis, working in development and production at R13 and founder, creative director, and CEO of her own brand, Denai. With her experience working at Sandy Lang for the past three years and currently at R13, Phaedra decided to start her label with the mission to design and create something that would not only showcase the beauty of other women she had always admired, but would also create a community that gives back to her island and country. But Phaedra's ambitions don't just stop there. Her goal lies in creating a factory in Greece to employ women who lost their jobs in the industry during the Greek economic crisis, which forced many factories to close their doors or move to neighboring countries. Phaedra's brand recently launched its first collection that is now available online to purchase, but before she found her footing in the fashion world, Phaedra was hustling between multiple paid and unpaid internships and part-time jobs just to sustain her life living in New York City and attending school at FIT. There's so much to unpack in today's episode that I can't wait to get into. So without further ado, here's Phaedra Sadakis. Hi, Phaedra. Thank you for being on my podcast today. And we're going to talk about a topic that I know that's really important to both of us and that we've discussed for a long time. But before we begin... I want you to obviously introduce yourself to everyone so they can know a little bit more about you. So tell us um, about you know anything you want to tell them about yourself, what you're, what you studied in school, and also what you're doing currently in the fashion industry.
1: Yeah, hello! I'm so excited to be on this podcast. I've like I've been looking over like what you're doing from your first episode. Oh, so, thank you, Phaedra. Excited. <laughs> um, But yeah, my name is uh, Fedra Zedakis. I studied at FIT fashion design and my specialization was sportswear. Mm -hmm. And I'm currently working for R13. Um, And I'm doing production there, actually, not design, production. Mm -hmm. And I also just launched my own brand. That's called Danai. Yes, I know. I know
0: super exciting stuff and also I didn't even know see I'm learning so much about you because I didn't know that you studied sportswear in school yeah I did I did not know that that that's really interesting because then I'm curious about how like what your transition was into Sandy doing design assistant for Sandy we'll get we'll get into that but also like um yeah I didn't know that you were doing production instead of design at R13 too how has that been do you do you enjoy it a lot more?
1: No, I'm a design kid. I'm definitely yeah. like my heart and soul has always been in design. Yeah. But when I decided to finally do the step of starting a brand, um, I was also interviewing for Marc Jacobs at the time when I left um, Sandy, which we're, we'll talk about. Um, yeah. And I had to choose between going again in development or r13 was a completely different base of production which i didn't know much about and mm-hmm. i was talking to one of my mentors and i was like what do i choose you know like what what should i do should i go somewhere that yeah. i wouldn't learn much but i'm like it's so exciting or should i go somewhere that you know and anyway long story short I went to production so I can learn like all aspects of the industry basically so I can start my brand and also have some knowledge in doing the production because I'm doing everything myself right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, that must have been. No, that must have been especially starting your own brand. I think if you went off to do design again, you know, you wouldn't have all the knowledge that you have right now from doing production because getting all aspects you know starting your business I don't know anything about starting business but you obviously know and there's so much things involved in it and you're doing it all yourself right now correct or do you have a team yet
1: um I do have like one more person Mm -hmm. (laughs) um that I like recruited she's from my island in Greece I'm Greek born and raised Mm um so um I've always wanted to like go back home and like work with kids from there like it's very important to me because we, we don't really have an industry there and i know a lot of kids have talent but they don't uh, you know they don't always have the assets for it so um her name is luisa pizzicuto and you can find her on instagram as Vogue Monkeys if you ever want to work with her um she's really amazing she she has amazing. helped me a lot she came to new york for like three months and was helping me with the launch uh-huh. so oh, oh like so she's
0: a- not she's not based in yeah. new york she's helping new york? you in. she's in Greece. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no. I, I, know, I always see. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it, it, I think like right now that's all you really need until you start until you start expanding, and and Denai goes crazy, and you guys grown into so. a big. Yeah. Okay, Phaedra, let's let's get into the the juicy stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, so we've we've known each other just for a little context for everyone. We've known each other around I would say like 2019, right, when we first met, when I was interning at Sandy. Um, and then you were working as a design and development assistant. Um, so can you tell my audience a little bit more about your, from the beginning, kind of like your internship and career journey throughout fashion? Um, like what was your first internship and was that paid or unpaid and that a whole experience?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I was applying to schools here. And obviously, nobody teaches you how to do that in a foreign country, especially like Greece. They they don't care if you go out of the country. They want you to stay there. Yeah. So um, basically, I was trying to get into FIT. It was the only school I would ever agree to go to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get in the first year I applied. Oh, I was wow. too late, basically. Yeah. So my mother being the person that like pushes me more most in life mm-hmm. she was like um you're not spending a year at home for sure um I'm sending you to New York since you're going there anyway for three months <laughs> and you can go find an internship there and you know spend three months there and you can come back home and then mm-hmm. we're you know yeah you'll go to school next year so oh, wow in my basically gap year let's call it that yeah I came here and a friend of a friend was working at a company they hired me with not knowledge at all it's this company oh, wow. that still exists today it's called fleet street and they do licensing out of basically like at the time they were doing Vince Camuto Kenzie all, all that good stuff okay um, and, and was this
0: was this paid or unpaid
1: Un unpaid it would have okay. been paid just for like like I think at the time it was 2015 a day um which not really paid oh, wow. but for the listeners that's at least something in the internship yeah. world like they would at least give me my oh, train and my lunch right uh-huh uh-huh um, cries. um but, but, yeah. but that,
0: that's horrible that that's the standard like that's what people are so used to in fashion they're like you you, what you just said and what I expect too it's like at least they paid for our food and transportation like that is that shouldn't be what it is but unfortunately that's where that's what everyone's expectations are they're like I mean at least they're they're doing this right if we said it to any other person when I tell it to my parents it's like they're like what (laughs) that's
1: not enough but no it's scary to think that like these are normal but anyway at the time I was super Mm -hmm. grateful because I didn't know of course of course yeah yeah um and then during school I did this other internship. It wasn't even really an internship at the time, um, but I'm telling you guys the story for all the listeners so you guys know the worst case scenario. Um, I <laughs> went to this uh, brand. She was operating it from her house, which isn't a bad thing. I'm operating okay. that night from my house. Yeah. Um, but she wanted me to do these patterns for her. So I was basically uh-huh. interning to do patterns for her. And, you know, she would give me a, a really bad picture from instagram and be like do that and we're developing that talk whatever classic yep yeah at that time I was like okay I'm gonna be smart this time and I'm gonna ask to be paid because at the time I was also working at a diner like me and my parents were just trying to pay FIT yeah you're hustling okay I was I'm a kid of immigrants so yeah uh, yeah. (laughs) we were trying to like pay FIT basically so for sure um She said yes, and I didn't negotiate a price with her because I was like, Mm -hmm. who will pay me? She said yes, yeah, 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 yeah. She said Mm -hmm. yes. That's Um, what we think. And when the time came, she never got back to me about the money, so I walk in her house one day, and I'm like, hey, you never got back to me. You might not need me anymore, but would you be able to pay me? She – I've never felt so bad in my whole life. Like, she – took me outside of the house and Uh she was like, I cannot believe that you would come in my house and ask me for money um, in front of my, like her daughter was there. But obviously that's Uh not my issue at all. Like why would anybody care, right? So (laughs) anyway, she was really rude to me. Like I would never introduce you to anybody else. I would never recommend you. Like she would, whatever. And she gave me $50 for like a few weeks of work. That oh, I would. Take I thought it was for the day. But the no, 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 no. She gave me fifty dollars for all my work, and Jeez. that was just another experience, you know. Um, and that really like made me not want to intern and like so scared to go back into like the fashion world because you know when you're in school you're also you you feel safe, and yeah. especially when you're an international student. There's a little bit of a bigger for process sure. to get in a in a company and to apply. And it's just oh, wow. scary. You just don't want to do it. You feel cool that, you know, you do well in school. I was at the dean's list, you know. So I just didn't yeah. want to get involved. And then in 2018, for the summer, I was getting my green card. So I couldn't go back home for the summer. I always go back home. And okay. I was, my mom was like, you're getting an internship. You're not sitting at home doing nothing okay so, mom I, okay mom <laughs> she's out, motivating mom. you okay oh, of course yeah so that's when like I started I went on Instagram actually and uh-huh. I looked into all the brands that I love that are not big because I always knew I didn't want to work for yes
0: Vedra yes big. that is the trick that is what I do as yes. well and that is what I did that is so exactly. smart yes
1: so I did a list of all the of Uh all the brands that I love and one of my favorites at the time and still to this day was Sandy Liang Uh so I emailed them at the time Sandy's team was so small Um, Uh and yeah they got back to me and I had an internship uh, really fast like Uh small companies just want help right so if you meet some criteria you got the job you just have to reach out like I just went on the website and found one contact, inform- like one contact email and I was like yes hello my name is Phaedra I'm doing this and that I'm in FIT and I got I got my internship nope. there which was not paid mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. but while the company was still very small Sandy was so generous when it came to like she would feed us every out. day like yeah. that summer she would Get us food like all the time. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, you're not paying us, but then bosses don't do that. Like, people have to understand that your boss won't get land for everyone just because, right? So she was really, you know, and she would also give us some pieces from the collection. Like, at the time I had gotten like two pieces, I still have them to this day. I can't get rid of them ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when the time came, like when my three months of like an internship came and I still wanted, like, I loved the team. I wanted to stay. I just asked them if they can start paying me and if they would like me to stay. And at the time I had already started showing them that I can do like all the technical flats and all that stuff. So they said, yes, I just asked for it and I got it. Yeah.
0: I mean, what on the pattern I'm seeing from your stories is just like, you just go after what you want and you're not afraid to ask for things. Like even you saying you were going into that woman's house and you were like, can you please pay me? You did it because... And that's... I think some people in the industry are like kind of... I mean, especially... I mean, a lot of people are just hard to kind of speak up for what they want and what they
1: think is right. But I mean... Yeah, yeah. but I'm also a very shy person. So it's not like I walk into this place, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But you have to like understand that, okay you you're getting into fashion you know it's a ruthless place like yeah it's a difficult industry it's a big but a small industry like everyone says that right like yeah oh it's a huge industry but everyone knows everyone other. knows yes yeah and then you you have to start somewhere so you also need to pay rent which is very like exposure means nothing if You cannot have money to support yourself at some point. Like if you're lucky enough to have your parents support you, good, but until when? Like you need to start, you know, yeah, getting something back for all your studies and hard work. So Mm -hmm. I I would slowly try to you know when I knew that what I was doing, I worked hard enough and I deserve it. That's when I would go to a to the length of you guys need to pay me because I actually know that you need me. If I walk out right now. I would be a loss to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's some great advice. So how would, I mean, how would you describe your overall internship experience? Um, like, would you, would you say it was good or bad? And obviously you learned a lot from it. Like, what are the biggest takeaways from your internship experience, whether paid or unpaid?
1: Yeah. Um, you just have to show up and really know in your heart that if you're not the best in there, you're not getting the job maybe the the company you're interning for isn't on your standards yet right maybe you're shooting like too high but yeah you have to because otherwise it's just an internship it's gonna end another one is gonna come around right unless mm-hmm. that's your goal to to get a bunch of them like i admire you so much that you you've done so much right i mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. probably worked for many more companies than me
0: oh I- And and that's what I think is is interesting because people are different in their priorities. And for me, it was to gain a lot of experience. And now that I've found a company I really like, like working with Safety, and I love what I do with them, I am going for the opportunity to stay with them full time, which is for you, it's like, would you say it's the same thing or would you say it's different? Like, were you trying to shoot for multiple
1: experiences or were you trying to find ones where you could stay with them long term? I I think it's- I I think- I don't know how my life would have turned out if I haven't met Sandy because yeah yeah. that company like my life changed I started loving New York I started loving my job I like it was the thing that made me want to believe like that made me understand that yeah like all this difficulty of immigrating in this country and like studying in school and never sleeping like It's worth it because you're actually waking up in Mm -hmm. the morning and going to work and you never complain. Like when I was working at the diner, oh Mm -hmm. my God, you should have seen me. Like I was a different person.
0: (laughs) Well, of of course. I definitely wasn't what you wanted to be doing for sure. Like that wasn't your,
1: your end goal for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that I have no idea what I would have done if I, you know, if I haven't met Sandy's team. But. I guess if you're not sure what you, you know, there are many people that work, walk into fashion and because of lack of information, you, you kind of get into fashion design or marketing because you're like, it's either this or that, Mm -hmm. but it could be anything. So if you're not a hundred percent sure, you know, if you're not loving your studies that much, that doesn't mean that you don't love fashion. You definitely can find, you can definitely find something that will speak to you and, yeah, you should change a bunch of internship if that's what you want. Yeah. But for if sure. you know what you want, you can also mm-hmm. go for it and you don't have to go through a bunch of internships.
0: Yeah. I think it's all just it's it's ba- and also I th- I think like a lot of people from the outside are fa- like fashion is ruthless and it's exclusive and all those kinds of things but like what was really beautiful is what you were saying how how working at sandy like made you think like all of those difficulties all those obstacles w- were worth it because it really mm-hmm. is like in a lot of ways fashion is so crazy and it's really gives me anxiety sometimes but i love being in the industry so much um and i think it's not really something i could describe it just it, it because of everything that i've done till now and seen industry changes like it's kind of beautiful
1: so yeah it's it's a job that gives back in in just looking at the collection at the end, like, Sandy would always make fun of me because I would cry on every show. And she was like, "Why are you crying?" <laughs> I'm like, are you... are you kidding me? Like, we worked on this <laughs> so hard. You worked on this. I worked on this. Like, our interns worked on this. And it's just... It's beautiful, yeah. And I always made sure that, like, our interns knew. I was like, you guys, it would have not have happened without you. All parts of a company are, like, just as equally important. So yeah. it's just it's a passion job if you're not passionate about the outcome when if you don't get like super happy when the collection is out or when your production is done please don't do it to yourself P- please don't do this yeah. to yourself to like stay in the industry because it's also so tiring and so tough you know like you have to love it I believe
0: that. No, Phaedra, you're one of those you're definitely one of those special people because when I was interning at Sandy, you would say you're my you were my supervisor supervisor, right? Is that correct? I was to an say? intern manager at the time. Okay, I okay. Think. So Phaedra was my intern manager, basically my supervisor. And she was like, cause Sandy was one of my one of my first few internships. So having you as like my intern manager showed me I was like oh my god like I hope all of my intern managers going forward are like this because it, it made me see like it humanized the industry so much and I was like it's not as bad as everyone says it to be like I met some really great people and I've met you and you yeah you are always validating the intern's work and everything so
1: we we Aww. all loved you Phaedra, having you as an intern manager when I was with the other interns at least but thank you so much yeah I I mean I was so close to your age too right like
0: oh yeah time, and I was it was chilling chillin'. we
1: were chilling right <laughs> Yeah, like Sandy has given me so much, you know, the whole mm-hmm. her whole team at the time was super young. And the only reason I feel like I was like that is because I had someone that was like that to me. Like did you ever work with um Heather Good? Yes, yes, yes. I worked with yes, Heather. Yes, you worked with Heather. Heather mm-hmm. was that person for me. Like she Oh well, yeah. She was just the person I could go to and talk Mm -hmm. during my internship there I was like okay I don't feel well about something or I have to do something whatever that like I had a safe person you know and I'm like okay I want to be that person when I was assigned to to be responsible for interns and interview them as well I was like yeah okay I need to be that person that like Mm -hmm. people can come to me and I can help right Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's all because of you know people show us how to act. I feel like,
0: yeah, oh for okay. sure. I've like you you've mentioned your mentors. I've also had my mentors. I think I think it's important to find a lot of import, uh, important people throughout like your fashion journey, or career, who will guide mm-hmm. you. And you like how you were saying you asked your mentors about you know the jobs and stuff. Like I always go back to my mentors and ask them all the time. I think that's super important. Sure. And if you if you don't have that kind of person, it, it can be it can be hard and you can feel like overwhelmed about mm-hmm. where to go but yeah but I mean so for Denai, are you planning to have interns and what is what is your past experiences going to teach you about like having your own interns and stuff like that
1: yeah well I would love like I would be honored if anybody wanted to ever work for me uh-huh. um, obviously when you have when you're just starting out it's so alien to you that anybody would ever want to work for you Mm -hmm. um but honestly my generally my stand with internships is that if you don't have much knowledge right if Mm -hmm. you if you have no idea maybe you didn't even go to school and you just want to try fashion out so many kids i've met you know do that don't ask for money right away right because you're the exchange you're getting is knowledge like not everything has to be about money Right. Yeah. And your internship doesn't have to be five days a week. So you can still have a side job while you're trying out fashion, which, you know, you can still have yeah. an income. You just have to work harder. I'm not saying that it's <laughs> it's easy. But, you know, if you don't have that much knowledge, it's OK if you don't get paid from day one. Um, But, yeah, I am such an advocate for, you know, paying our interns. For Sandy sure. has started yeah. paying her interns for a few years now. Yeah, and I feel like the industry definitely is changing, but yeah, for me, I, I mean, it probably is gonna be minimum wage because I'm probably not gonna make a lot of money. I if I look, if I <laughs> make <laughs> it, I hope. But you know, I, I want to pay all my all my people. i I've always been like that. Yeah. Even, you know, my mother. I grew up with both my parents being uh, business owners and they're huge, like, I always saw how my parents will treat their employees, like, work is work, and then fun is fun, like, we would go out with them, we would, you know, but just being fair to people you work with is just so important. It's loyalty, loyalty to them, and then that's how they're loyal to you.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, I 100% agree, and I think you have, like, a great stance on it, that was a question I was actually going to ask you about what your stance on unpaid internships are, and, like, you know, your it's yours is not black and white. Like I don't like them or I don't I do like them. But you're saying, you know, if you are coming into the industry with little to no experience and you just want to try out fashion, I like it's it's valid and it makes sense for it to be unpaid work because what you're getting is, like you said, knowledge. And that's that's important.
1: Like in all your internships and jobs, actually, just make sure that you're getting something back in return. For sure. Like, yeah, for example, if I had gotten this other job that wasn't r13 i wouldn't have getting any knowledge right now mm-hmm. with r13 i'm getting paid more and i'm getting knowledge like that's as a soon mammoth. as you're you keep learning i mean i'm only 25 years old i don't know if your listeners know that everybody oh, okay. oh my
0: god she's 20 20- yeah she's
1: 25 she's young everyone <laughs> that's really young, Pedro. I'm young. I'm not.
0: i'm not even joking yeah
1: okay so yeah like you have to keep learning if if you just and actually when i left from sunday if you had seen me when i was quitting you would laugh i was crying my eyes out before oh. i could even like give my first sentence of hey um i'm decided i decided to leave because you get so oh, attached to, to your job right i was there for like three years which for me might as well have been my whole life right right Like it was your whole your (laughs) whole your your whole fashion career life yeah for sure yes yes and like all the people I knew and trusted and loved were there and the only reason I had to leave was to grow otherwise I should I would have stayed there like Uh I would have been comfortable I was comfortable there and that's what I was telling Sandy I was like I'm very comfortable here I love you I don't want to leave but. I have to. I have to because it's like it's time. It's my time to to see what it is going to come next. Yeah. And it's super scary, but we're here now. And that we'll see. Where that we'll makes
0: go. I mean that already is like making you so brave because I'm one of those people like you, I think. I get I get really attached to team like the people I work with and like <sighs> the company culture and all that. So I can imagine like oh my god like I can imagine the the day in far off in the future when that when I have to go through that. And I mean even just leaving past internships it was scary and I cried like with my supervisors too. But I know but you yeah. had you and you and Sandy like that team to you was and like you said it meant so much to you Sandy like trying to change the course of your whole career. So it's yeah, it must have been a hard one to leave for sure. Yeah. Um what are like What advice do you have or like what are some best resources that have helped you along the way in either finding internships or like paid work opportunities and stuff? Like one thing, one advice that you were giving before was like looking into smaller brands that you admire and like cold emailing them. So do you have any other tips like that that you want to share?
1: I actually don't. Well, I just when I was looking into uh, job opportunities in the summer, I got into LinkedIn a lot um yep um, yeah right but I felt that this is a little bit more corporate and okay, like yeah. the people mm-hmm. that will reach out to you you know I think I had like an email about Donna Karen New York you know DKNY or whatever um you know bigger brands will look you know their recruiters will get in LinkedIn and smaller brands usually don't even have uh yeah page on linkedin right <laughs> or like they will only have you know it doesn't matter but yeah just reaching out i mean with sandy i can tell you one thing to not do people would just show up with their portfolio on hand oh wow and be like i didn't... Hey, i'm a huge fan i want to work for you guys and even though it is adorable and it is very nice it shows that you're probably not that professional like but, uh, yeah right like you just show up in an office space just like that because you know it's a small brand and
0: yeah okay I can see how that'd be a little bit a little bit not prof- uh, unprofessional but it's so interesting sometimes I'm like will those things work though because don't brands like when people like go out of their way
1: to like be different but I guess yes, not yes. If, I mean yeah if you're lucky somebody could interpret it like that. But when (laughs) you're you're having a really busy day in the office and someone just shows up out of nowhere, you have to (laughs) admit it it is a little bit. I mean, just an email asking, you know. For sure. And it depends on the company a thousand percent. I'm just giving an example. Just reach out to people as much as you can. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even if you don't love the company that much, If it's an opportunity for you for one reason or or another, just get into it. It doesn't have to be your style. It's not going to be your brand, right? I mean, if designers listen to this, it's not going to be your brand. So there were many times where in my jobs I was like, what are they even designing? But then (laughs) honestly, trust the process because these people are out there for a reason, right? So Yeah, yeah. After a while you love the clothes. You're like, oh my God, I want this. You were making fun of it by the way, like a year ago when you were developing it. But then it's out there and it's awesome and Bella Hadid is wearing it or whoever and That's so funny. Yeah. Just reach out and don't don't burn any bridges leaving a company. You know, just Ah. Yeah, cuz like we said it's a
0: it's a big and small industry, like everyone kind of yeah. knows everyone. That's what I'm always worried about. I'm always like, "Oh, I don't know if I should do this or." I'm always careful about what I'm saying too and being professional at all times cuz you never want to it just word gets around and people will say one thing to the next person. For sure. Okay, Phaedra. So, I mean, from what I hear, I think like both of us can say we're we're very lucky to have um like good internship experiences and good past experiences in fashion I think for the most part right and I'm curious about what advice would you give to someone who are finding themselves in like a bad position um in an unpaid or paid internship like an exploitative situation because I know I have a lot of friends who haven't had the luxury of having good experiences in in internships where they've been like they've been mistreated they've been exploited they um yeah so what, what advice would you give on how to, like, get out of those
1: situations? Um, first of all, know your rights, right? Because, yeah. for example, do you know that it's illegal for interns now to clean if you're unpaid? I mean, I've cleaned many offices in the past, washed dishes cleaned, cleaned. and did everything, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And then I found out because... Other people in the industry told me, but basically what happened is that you can't have people clean for you anymore if you're not paying them. So basically, if you're getting paid, they can still ask you to do a sweeper real quick. But um, (laughs) if you're not, know your rights and say, no, ma'am, I'm not going to do it. And also, you know, you can sue them. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying raise hell, please. But also, please do, because why are we not paying our interns that are expecting them to clean the bathrooms? Like, yeah, no.
0: Oh, my God. Knowing your no, knowing your rights, that's something that's said a lot, but that's so important because even I, like you saying that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I didn't even know that. Like, yeah. So and probably yeah. half the people listening to this doesn't even know that either. So. Yeah. So
1: just know your rights. and But also, I'm sure like not everyone in this job is bad. I mean, if everyone is bad, just get up and leave. But yeah. just because we're always, you're always gonna be finding someone from the past in your future. Please do not burn any breaches. Like don't get up and leave from any job, ever. Like even when you are getting paid, even when you're hired stuff, right? Yeah. Give your notice. Give send them an email, even with the reasons why you're quitting. Right? I'm nobody. I'm not silencing anybody. But don't get up and leave just because your ego is hurt yeah Yeah. like you're gonna find these people in the future in front of you and one of them like if one of them in the room because we we talk we talk a lot especially like after an interview or something if one of those people know you and they're like yeah this person just like on my last job she we had her and we had him and they just got up and left honey you're not getting hired at all i promise yeah. you like yeah. people talk and we're ruthless like not we they, the, pe- the fashion people industry. hold grudges right yeah, right yeah, they yeah. <laughs> hold grudges i mean we we're grudges. drama queens we're in fashion so <laughs> <laughs> yeah not not literally 100 percent. But...
0: no i know it really is such a small world there's so many like oh, there's so many things where i just i see people who i've met in the past or like have come across in the past and it's so crazy to me i'm like what the hell like i don't know it's just have, have you had any like crazy experiences where you have like come across someone like that you've worked with before or something
1: and it was like awkward <laughs> no <laughs> you know that in art 13 i work with uh remy yeah we remy is
0: someone
1: remy is someone who is um
0: interning at the time that i was um interning at sandy and phaedra was our intern
1: manager yeah. And Proof that I love I'm best friends with all of you guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, for real. And like, I I don't know why it's like for me. I feel like when I tell people about my experiences, they're like, they're always like, "What? Like that's crazy. Like that's so rare that you're either like best friends with your supervisor or like that you stay in touch with like past intern, internship people and everything." And I'm just and I'm always like, that is that should be what it is. Like you know, you should ha- be having good relationships and. I don't know that that to me is kind of weird, but I, I I, understand that everyone has different experiences and to hear about some other people's experiences is crazy to me because it's just like, I I can't believe that that's that's
1: happening in our industry. I will tell you why it's not crazy that all your most of your experience were good. <laughs> this is a, a lesson lesson for everyone uh, that's listening. Like Christina is extremely like hardworking working. Like okay, like people like you, you will always be liked. Like you always show up on time, even when we had nothing to give you. We're like, ah, what, like what can I help you with, guys? Like you are always willing to do things. People appreciate that. Like I've had not all interns Aww. are good, so you all you always want to think like, am I being humble here? Like am I being good? Am I being just kind to everyone For around sure. me? Right like kids that show up and they try to learn and they're willing to do everything pretty much and they will go to a midtown run and won't have to like text you 10 times to ask you the same question like for the same instruction you gave them whatever (laughs) it's the little things it's the little things in life literally that's like even if you're in a bad situation think very clearly like maybe it's all the company's fault it probably is but also think am i being a brat right now yeah is that like is that work harder than what i hoped fashion would be right Mm -hmm. like is is my whole life gonna be like that because maybe fashion is not for you like so many people just walk into this industry thinking that it's easy i promise you it's not like Mm -hmm. it's it's so tough it's so much work for production for example I never thought I would have to pack so many things and QC so many things. I'm always in factories in Midtown, which isn't glamorous at all. Uh Like the glamour you see is not behind the scenes. I I promise you that. So just like, yeah, that's why you didn't have bad experiences, because it's so easy for people to love you. I'm not complimenting you. I'm telling you what it is. Thank you, Phaedra no and
0: yeah. j- like you're equally as hard working if not if not hard like working even harder i mean you've been from everything that you say you've always been busting your ass and then seeing seeing your brand come into fruition is like is like crazy and there's it's you have like infinite possibilities of where it's gonna go and again i look you didn't know you were 25 but you're 25 and you have had know, all this yeah. experience and you have a yeah. brand now and you have a company I'm so i'm like I know I didn't know that, Phaedra. Not that I knew that you were older or younger, but I'm like, okay, 25. Like, that's like <laughs> literally four years away from me. I I've gotta get going. <laughs> I gotta get working.
1: Oh my God.
0: No, but um uh okay, so this next question, it's like what change What changes do you see? I'm going to make this a general question. Like, what changes do you think need to be made in our industry? Is there like anything that's like nagging at you that our industry really needs to change? Because I know there's a lot, like there's a lot in question here.
1: I mean, there are a bunch of like new smaller brands that are leading the way to what I think is such a good and sustainable way of keeping this industry relevant and sustainable Uh um uh for example like do you know that brand mirror palais i do i do yes i love marcelo marcelo gaia um he follows me on instagram that's like my uh pride in life um (laughs) he works for example with pre-orders right so Mm -hmm. i'm talking about sustainability right now he works for pre-orders and even though the consumer has to wait longer he doesn't overproduce. Uh-huh. He does everything ethically in New York. I think everything is made in New York. Uh-huh. Just like I'm explaining how brands like him are just leading the way to such a better, like brighter days for, I mean, we also have to think that fashion is a billion dollar industry. And I know. Capitalism is a huge part of it. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. So we cannot change everything because it's not in our hands. But young kids that are in fashion and these are things that they think about every day oh my God, you know, we need to change things. We need to change inclusivity. So many, you know, internships. Mm-hmm. Change will always come from smaller yeah. brands. Like, change will always come from young people. Yeah. i I think
0: our industry needs to do better at like showcasing emerging talent and like that's why you know i admire um up next designer so much do you follow them up next designer that that account no i don't oh my god vader you have to you have to after this i'm gonna send you their profile um it's it started by um this guy named albert and he basically just spotlights like emerging and upcoming designers on the Instagram, but the Instagram is followed by like big magazines, big stylists, like Law Roach follows them and literally looks to his suggestions for like what Zendaya should wear next or whatever. So it, oh like, God. I love what he's doing. He's showing like a lot of emerging and student designers who are, you know, still in school and stuff, but he's showing all this talent, like innovative new talent. Um, so I admire that page so much. Yeah. Um, I I'll, I'll definitely send it to you. No, it's really amazing. And I'm glad that a lot of big people in the industry are looking to that account for like who's the next big designer and all that kind of stuff because it's not they're not just focusing on just like the heritage brands, but they're you know branching out and stuff
1: so for sure, I feel like like the more we we move with fashion and the world, the more irrelevant, really expensive brands are uh-huh uh-huh like, I don't know, maybe it's because that's not the part of the industry that I'm interested in but just uh-huh. like it always terrified me like the high hierarchies that the word in fashion like yes growing up mm-hmm. I would think that Anna Winter had to like you in order for you to even own a brand in you for like mm. in order for you to ever have a career right which isn't mm-hmm. true like she yeah. I don't think she knows I exist and I'm doing just fine you know like no. <laughs> like generally like it gets a bit scary thinking Mm -hmm. you know about fashion and who is who are the big guys and but change always comes from the bottom always Yeah. yeah look at history like I'm a Greek girl so I should know we we have to change we have to make sure like what companies do you want to work for but then you even see like vogue or i mean i know you love the cfda i do too but you know (laughs) they were called out about like who they promote and stuff and look at what happened with Telfar and like all these amazing brands last year and just like this happened not because a bunch of rich white ladies were like oh my god we don't see enough representation no this happened because yeah we have a voice and yeah i mean young people start becoming more and more politically aware and uh-huh, uh-huh. it's so beautiful to see it in fashion and to see it in you know because also fashion was always like oh my god you guys shouldn't be talking you do fashion but actually we're very smart because uh-huh. we are a billion dollar industry right it should be, and I've always you know me I've always been very political I I, yeah. I love talking you know I love talking about many things on like social media and uh-huh. yeah, just yeah yeah, we should, and we should, we should have a voice. Like R thirteen, they're so political, and like even a few days ago for for Women's Day, they emailed us and they were like, "You guys should know we're donating this amount of money to I think it was UNICEF and one more organization for Ukraine, um, and whatever you." donate will also match as a company so like that's a beautiful initiative i've never worked for a company you know so it has everything to do with like who you work for and if you agree with their their views and just yeah you can change the world that's so cheesy no for sure
0: no and like the the fashion calendar is something that it's, like, always been so structured in, fa- in like, the industry, but it was kind of beautiful to see, at least, I don't really know about the other fashion weeks, but New York Fashion Week was, like, we were seeing a lot of designers that were, like, not normally on the calendar, but also, like, a lot of emerging and small designers on there, and I, it, it was it was, like, amazing for me to see, and I was introduced to a lot of brands myself through through that so it's nice to see that some things are starting to change a little bit and, and more brands and designers are getting a voice and like like you know some time in the spotlight to like really tell people what they're what they're standing for and everything
1: yeah so yeah so I things are like, changing yeah 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 the, i guess the the answer to like what do you think should change or anything like that is if you're listening and you're young make sure that you stand for something because it's important. I mean, we only make clothes at the end of the day, but we don't. Like, we're an important part of people's cultures and society. And the way people dress is so important, you know, mm-hmm. and it says something about them. So we can talk through clothes. I mean, we're not doctors, but we can definitely <laughs> change like- some views and change our industry for the better. So, yeah. That
0: was, that was a beautiful way... To end this little conversation, Phaedra. But I, the last thing is, please just like shamelessly plug yourself and tell listeners where they can connect with you and find you online or on social media, and tell them what you're working on or anything you want to plug. Right now, is your is your spotlight on you?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mostly care about you guys following my brands page more than my personal one but i'm pretty fun myself so my brand's page is um the night the brand the i spelled d-a-n-a-e the brand and my personal um is fedra jadakis f-a-i-d-r-a-t-z-e-d-a-k-i-s and I'm yeah, definitely going to put all of that in the bio. <laughs> I'm going to put all yeah. that in the bio, don't worry. Yeah, and we're launching our website next week.
0: Oh I said my this gosh. Week,
1: but life of a small brand is that you should never promise anybody that you're launching next week because guess what, you're not. So another one of Phaedra's top week? advice. Another, <laughs> top. If you're a
0: small brand, never make promises.
1: About- yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, you can see our collection on the on Instagram and then you can pre-order next week. Phaedra, I don't care what loans I have to take. I am going
0: to be buying into your pieces and because I need something from you. I, I desperately need something from your brand. So I don't care what I have to sell in my house <laughs> to get that, but oh, I will. I'll
1: give you a discount. So, Bonus fact, everybody gets discounts in fashion. You just need to know the right people. <laughs>
0: yo wow look at all this tip tips tips and advice you're giving to my audience it's so great
1: yay thank you (laughs) phaedra
0: thank you phaedra for coming on here